Elisal Chit Chats aims to make information available for everyone. The podcast transcripts are on elisalchitchats.wordpress.com for the hearing impaired and those who'd like to read instead. Thank you for engaging. I had to come back sometime. Hopefully you won't hear my mom in the background. I don't know what it is with adults and talking on the phone, but they scream, all right? <laughs> Hi everyone, guess who's back? <laughs> she finally decided to come back and boy, oh boy, did I need a break. My name is Raineth and welcome to Illicit Chit Chats. As I said, I had to come back at some point. Yes, I needed a month off, all right? It's been hectic. And I needed to gather myself before I could do any more work. Yes, I do consider this to be work. Does it pay? In its own currency. <laughs> a lot has happened in my absence here. The last time we spoke, I said that my throat was giving me problems. Well, it turns out that I had a throat infection. The first thought that came to my mind was that I had COVID. Now, this is where my mom would step in and say that I shouldn't be paranoid. But having had it before, it wasn't as bad as other people's symptoms. But the one that bothered me the most, the symptoms that bothered me the most was that I had, I had throat problems. So of course I would think maybe this is it. All I was thinking also was to protect my grandparents if I had to see them or something. I also didn't want anyone else to catch this thing. So I booked an appointment and I got to the doctor and I was so glad with what I came out with. My doctor is a very chatty person who keeps you calm when she's doing her checkup and you know you're not feeling like you're at the doctor because not everyone is going to be comfortable with being so to speak invaded <laughs> so she's very chatty mid-sentence she checks my throat and stops whatever she is about to say with an oh my goodness and i immediately jump to conclusions i ask her what's wrong and she says, your throat looks horrible. I actually wanted to laugh at her because of the way that she said it. And just, it was just funny in the moment. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, finally. My mom had checked and told me that my throat looked better than it had the night before. So I was thinking about skipping out the, on the doctor and not going. But I shouldn't have left my throat alone for that long, knowing that something might be up. So I was just happy it was a throat infection and I couldn't be happier to get it treated because my throat had annoyed me for weeks and doing this podcast wasn't helping my case either because I thought maybe like there's something wrong that I'm doing that's straining this part of my body that I'm not comfortable anymore. So around the same time, we were actually hectically busy with our final exam making a documentary. Also, we had deadlines on deadlines of assignments, writing tests, like the last test and doing practicals. It was literally the longest academic year, what with the COVID, and it, it was long, all right? You'd think that, hey, you have more time to do whatever, but where you usually do work for about five months in the second semester, we only had about six weeks to do everything. And when you think you can sleep, you have to study for a test. You have to do certain paperwork. And I actually excel under pressure. But I had never been thrown with so much work at one go. And then I had to come back and do this. As much as I love, you know, coming back here and talking about what I've learned or what I recently learned. 
doing something that I'm not obligated to do in any way, but I'm doing it because I like it, this also started to feel like it's too much and something had to go so that I don't screw up my already effed up sleeping rhythm. I can't even be bothered to do like the podcast transcripts. I'm taking my time updating those, by the way. So my apologies for that if you are someone who actually goes through the podcast transcripts or if you prefer that but I'm getting to it yeah (laughs) so finally when school was done and I had some free time you can bet all I did was wake up lie in bed scroll through the phone and I'd watch some YouTube videos until I got hungry I ate came back sat and watched a series or a movie I even started reading again Also, I neglected my garden. I even further neglected my hair. My hair had not been doing well. I finally TLC'd it yesterday. Also, my water intake was just minimized. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to cook. You can't even see my bedroom floor. It's clean. (laughs) I do well to clean it every now and again. But if I'm not doing great or if I'm not in the right headspace or anything then you will see it by everything that's lying on my floor or just everything being disorganized. Even when I sleep, I'd sleep with things on my bed. I don't want to talk to anybody. Social media was never a huge thing anyway. But I can't remember the last time that I posted something. Um, And I would usually try to show at least a little activity on the podcast profile, but I could not be bothered. I was confined to my bedroom for about 2-3 weeks doing the absolute necessities which was 100% okay. And it's okay because I'm such a busy person that if I have nothing to do I will find something to do. I am my mother's child like that. So it was okay for me to just rest and not do anything for a while but obviously you have to pick yourself up. and. Um, This brings me to today's topic. So during the time of documentaries and trying to keep up with school, I pushed myself to put in as much effort as I would usually put in if I could take my time. This means that the results will have to pay off. And that is one side, doing assignments and studying for tests. Then, because we are doing a documentary and working with a team and knowing that if we don't pull our weight, all our marks will be compromised in one way or another, I pushed myself even further because I don't want to let the team down. I can let myself down. I won't let myself down when it comes to my marks. But because other people rely on a certain portion of work that I have to do, I will push myself further so that I don't let them down and the hard part about that is that not everyone in the group will pull as much weight as you do and that's the reality if you're lucky some will go beyond that but unfortunately there will always be someone who does work for the sake of doing it and the job will be half-assed sorry if there's some commotion in the background it's gonna rain soon so Seeing people just do whatever they're doing. What am I doing? And why do why do I bother to put in this much effort if so and so doesn't care to do it? 
Let me also do what I need to do for the sake of doing it. But if we all half-assed this, we are not going to get good grades. And because we are so passionate about our documentary angle, the doki is going to suck. And I was stuck with this back and forth for a while and then I just... I turned bitter. <laughs> I really wanted to enjoy the process of doing it. But because I feel the imbalance, then I kind of feel like mm, it's not worth doing. But yeah. So that's something that spilled over into my assignments. Sure, they were mine and I don't need anyone else to put in work for me to get somewhere. I don't know, I was just bitter with my environment in general. And when my marks came back, I wouldn't be happy with a certain percentage because it wasn't equal to the effort that I thought I'd put in. Or the feedback wouldn't be great, if there was feedback at all. There was just no satisfaction on my end and part of it was because it wasn't about me anymore. It wasn't about me doing my best or you know, doing what I need to do, minding my own business. Because I couldn't mind my own business on, like, the one hand. Like, I would be happy with the completed assignment. Maybe have it done at an okay amount before submission day or time. And then someone would ask for the brief maybe the night before submission. I can't tell you how much that annoyed me. Because first of all, everyone has had the brief for a while. Second... Can't you look for the information you want? Like, can't you go actually look for it? And third of all, you haven't started. I myself am a procrastinator sometimes, but I just couldn't get past what I saw as not putting in as much effort or maybe slacking that was rewarded. And suddenly I understood one of the possible reasons why overachievers sneer when you've done better than them at something. It took me back to when I was in grade 4 <laughs> and the whole class sort of bombed the test or they didn't do well and the teacher was so disappointed. She asked who studied for this test and let me not shed tears but I studied. <laughs> I studied for this test and my marks were not impressive. I put my hand up and this lady was like, no Raynath, you didn't study at all with those marks. Take your hand down. Chest pains. <laughs> I tried different study methods and finding the one that worked for me started actually showing me the payoff. And I'm sharing this because I'm taking my efforts as serious as the overachiever. I don't care much for 85 to 90 something percent because that's not always in my range. It makes me ecstatic when it reaches that high. But... It doesn't matter as much as the certain percentage that I have put for myself. So I guess in this period of getting marks and being thrown off with all of this work, I got mad at the fact that people slack off and still do better than I do. I follow the rules because I've been taught to do so my whole life. I know that if I don't, I will be part of that 0.01% who won't be as lucky not to have something awful happen to them. Or, you know, those who are not lucky enough to get away with certain things. I want to get away with certain things as well. <laughs> so I guess I, I, I was bitter about that. What, what a hard life to live. Honestly, what kind of messed up mindset is that? 
Look, it's good to follow rules. But if it means that you're holding yourself hostage, well, that's not great, is it? And you're feeling bitter. What is that? Now, that's why the biggest cliche of all exists. That um, some rules are meant to be broken. No, 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 I don't even know what I'm saying. That doesn't apply here. What does is that you can't take yourself too seriously. Like, the rules are there. But you can't take yourself too seriously, otherwise you won't be happy. And clearly, I was not too happy. I couldn't just be good with the work that I have done. Like, me being me, minding my own business. I couldn't be happy with that. And this brings me to number two. There was so much going on in a short period that we were all under pressure. Some of us would get emotional, some of us would need to vent. The support system was there when it came to doing the group work and dealing with these school obligations. Sometimes, however, emotions would run high for you as an individual and you would want to break, but this would happen, then that would happen. And I absorb a lot of energy when I'm with people and if I don't get a breather, I tend to break down. <laughs> So constantly being around people, not being away from the phone out of the fear of missing something, being thrown with something else, not being alone. I used to be alone a lot physically, like an empty house. Oh yes, that hits the sweet spot. But I don't have that anymore. So going to campus, dealing with this and this and that, coming back home and I don't, like I can't breathe like I feel like I can't breathe, like I don't have time for me or just space where there is no other human being occupying it. Like it got overwhelming and I got to the point where I was about to lose myself. Have you ever been so agitated when someone calls your name and interrupts your silence? You answer with so much annoyance and you can see in that person's face that, oh, you are being a crap person right now. Yeah. <laughs> that happens and sometimes I'd be so full of emotions like I'd be in the right kind of mood to call you out on something that I've been tolerating because there is no room for tolerance I'm up to here with everything or I would listen to some music and you know sing to blow off some steam then I'd get a phone call I already hate when my phone rings at any given time but this would push me like yeah so I would be in the right kind of mood where you and I are going to have to settle this, <laughs> whatever is there to settle, or you know, I just want to speak my mind. Usually, I sweep these things to the furthest corner of my head or my mind because I get what is, you know, I get what is worth being upset about in certain moments and what I can leave, right? And generally, with the people around me, they perceive me to be as cool as a cucumber, I would be good with anything. I'm always happy to have a chat or you can ask me anything and when I'm not, it comes as this huge surprise to them. I guess because when I'm upset, I don't usually say anything to anyone. They assume most of the time that I'm okay because of it. So as a result, I kind of took that and I would play with what they perceive me to be because there is this fear of not wanting to be seen as not level-headed even doing this podcast 
sometimes I'd be too afraid to, you know, talk about things because I'd be thinking about who do I know who's listening, who's going to come back to me and say, you said this, um, which is something that I was afraid would happen if I do this podcast and it does happen. <laughs> that thing that I took of being as level-headed as they want me to be or as they think I am deep down I would like to be as level-headed as they perceive me to be so over the years I have achieved a certain level-headedness however if someone sees me as a level-headed person or someone who isn't about to lose their <clears throat> excuse me shit <laughs> then I guess you want to keep that assumption going because wow maybe because it feels good to be seen that way then you could actually become that way it makes you feel better right that is something that i learned to let go in this time of working with other people or, or working together in a group um, i learned that my patience has limits i learned about what i like and don't like i mostly learned about communication being key Otherwise, things will go wrong. And anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So because there were so many gaps in communication in my group as well, it kind of left me agitated because I have things to do or I would be expected to do certain things, but I wouldn't know what the heck is going on or there wouldn't be any updates that I have to know about so that I can do my work. Sometimes there would be communication but we are misunderstanding each other or there were communication barriers of all sorts and that I think all piled up into me losing my patience and wanting to tap out and one thing that I've been told not to do is to say okay or no it's fine <laughs> and then tap out if I have something to say I should be clear and straightforward I realized that with me trying not to upset people or whatever I end up just confusing them, in turn confusing myself. So I guess I learned to adapt. I took that experience and um, kind of putting it practically to me and life in general. And then not feeling great and voicing out that I wasn't feeling great and feeling guilty about voicing it out. It's something that I do, but lately it has been it has been knocking on my door to say that dude this is not actually benefiting you so i've learned to accept myself as not always being in charge of my emotions not always having to force myself to be in charge of my emotions and i call i can't always want to keep the peace when the peace is artificial it's not real cracks in the floor something might be brewing and in part, I learned not to try to maintain the person that people think I am because I am not who you think I am. I don't even think that I am the person that I think I am. I just am who I am. Have I confused you? <laughs> Great. That means your opinion of me is wobbly and evolving, as it should be as I am wobbly and evolving, but always maintaining the essence of me. Trying to match every presumption that every person I meet or know has will always be a failure. 
unless there is a version of myself that I want to be and that version has to be conjured up by me. I don't know. I have to... I, I heard this quote of you have to be... If you're so confident in yourself or you are who you are, then the people won't really assume that you are something. But then they will kind of treat you like the person you actually are. <laughs> I don't remember, but it's something that I heard this morning, actually. I've learned that not accepting these feelings, feelings of, you know, feeling upset or what, 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 and putting them away makes me crankier. And if I do happen to be crankier, well, that's okay too. Let's deal with it and move on. But also, you know, that comes in with taking yourself too seriously in certain situations. That may actually be your downfall. And you start to lose the ability to enjoy life. Like what you can do though, is to pat yourself on the back for putting in as much effort as you do. Do the best that you can without measuring yourself up to someone else because it doesn't matter. <laughs> also, um, with school, you know, getting good grades in my field, the film field, would be fantastic. But they don't matter as much as what my portfolio has to show about my abilities. So that is something that I had to talk myself through while looking at my progress report. Nothing was good enough. Distinction or not, I still wanted to be better. It was one of my lecturers who brought me down to earth and said, you're doing well. And although I admire like the efforts that you put in, I'm trying to understand why you're not satisfied. I honestly didn't know what to tell her. I still don't know. But I'm ready to pat myself on the back because I freaking deserve it. So I guess, yeah. Everyone who has ever felt that, you know, you're doing your best but the payoff hasn't shown up. It will, maybe not in the way that you expected to show up, but, you know, you can, you have to congratulate yourself for not dragging your feet, going after what you want and always doing your best. That alone deserves a standing ovation. And wow, it took me weeks of doing nothing to realize that. I'm not mad at that. I needed to relax because I got so overwhelmed and I lost myself for a second there. And when it stopped, there was nothing to be angry or bitter about. And I was like, what is happening? And I just went through everything and I just accepted that, okay, this is a thing that can happen sometimes. I can lose myself, but I just need a breather, take some time to regenerate and I'll be back to this me. <laughs> This has been me, people. Thank you for coming back. I just wanted to come back, say hello, and to the new listeners, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you do become a regular. Have a wonderful week. Hope you guys had a, a happy Easter period. Just remember to take it easy. Till Friday then. Take care of yourself, seeds. Hi, Raineth here. Around the time that I started my podcast, I was told by someone that they wanted to start a podcast too, but they didn't know how. Well, it has never been this easy to share your thoughts with the world, certainly not in limited characters anyway. I joined Buzzsprouts because I wanted a podcast-friendly environment that will have the work that I do with every episode. I'm not looking back. 
Buzzsprout is home to a hundred thousand podcasters. It's an ideal choice because not only do they give you detailed analytics to show how your podcast is doing, they'll give you tools to promote your episodes and an easily accessible podcast website where anyone can listen to your podcast. And because they think of your listeners' needs as well, the website will have a directory of where your episodes are available as well. If you'd like to try your hand at podcasting, Buzzsprout is an option to consider. You can use the link in our description to check it out. You will get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and in addition, help support our show.